What is up, everyone? It is David Berry from the Capeless Crusaders. I just wanted to leave you guys a quick heads up. In this episode, we are talking about Marvel's 2010 comic, Old Man Logan. In that comic, there are some very adult themes, including but not limited to sexual assault, rape, and incest. I um, just want to give you a heads up before you check it out. Hope you enjoy the show, and uh, thanks for listening. So I'm debating a quarantine mustache, so I'm not, I'm not sure yet. Anyway, um, greetings and salutations, oh. and welcome once again to The Capeless Crusaders live at the time from multiple locations via the internet and remote hamsters carrying messages back and forth between the Crusaders. My name <laughs> is, of course, David Barry at Barry on varying social medias, and I'm going to roll that hamster ball down that path, uh, the close one, the short one, so we'll know it'll quick right across the freeway to my... Uh, my gray stuff making, uh, chocolate chip cookie baking. Nice. I'm out of rhymes. Who's <laughs> over there? <laughs> I think that's about time. It's Amy. You can find me at IJ New Robot on various social media platforms, and way down south, not that south, but south enough that we can see. Right over here, bub. This is the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. Fuck. <laughs> that like reverberated like, in my son. ears. Right? <laughs> it's not just me. We are your number one, allegedly, no, we podcast are. for anything comic book related during this shelter in place season. And this episode <laughs> is brought to you in part by the Nerd On Nation, powered by, say it together if we can, even though we're all remote, Patreon. It's not just, I mean, take two, take two. It's a fucking hamsters. Okay, Steve. So I'm going to count it down and I'm going to say it a second early and then I want you guys to go. Okay. Okay. So here we go. So here we go. We're going to go. So Nerd On Nation powered by Patreon. Patreon. Let's not do this. Anyway. Anyway, the Nerd On Nation of Domination allows us to keep our lights on, as you can see, if you're watching this, which I don't know why you'd be watching it because we're doing this audio. Yep. Yeah. They, science. Because, um, science. It's real. But they allow us to keep up uh, our lights on, up our quality, record our episodes. And as a member of the Nerd On Nation, you, for as little as $1 to $5 a month, get early access to episodes. Uh, Discord community, which the Discord community itself is open now, but there is a section for Patreon-only subscribers. But it's open to the general public, which is awesome. Bonus episodes and so much more. So check it out at nerdon.io slash Patreon. Patreon. You guys didn't even try this time. I'm <laughs> Patreon. We're working. We're working on it. Anyway, I'm on chocolate. For Patreon. anything related to the Capeless Crusaders and Nerd On, you can head on over to thecapelesscrusaders.com, your hub for all things <laughs> Crusaders. From there, you can find all of our content as well as the rest of the Nerd On podcast family. <clears throat> so, for those of you unaware, if you're looking down your phone right now and you're like, "Oh, I wonder what episode number this is," and I wonder if that yeah. matters. I'm wondering what episode number this is. I, I am too, Amy. It is. Yeah. Episode 144. So you're like, <gasps> what's significant about 144? That is what a, is it about episode it's a 144? Number, um, let's see. Like, let me let me do some math real fast. Isn't oh it, my is it, is it, is it's not a, a prime number. Uh, the one, it's nine. It's divisible by three two. Three times three is nine. Three. three. Is it divisible by four all the way? No. Three. That's uh, 12 times 12 is 144 oh. if you're doing your times tables, which gotcha. you should be doing. <laughs> if you're working. Yeah. Home the, if you're doing Homeschool. some distance learning with your children. Anyway. There you go. 
the reason episode 144 is significant is because right now we have lined up. The planets have aligned. Oh we are oh, in geez. retrograde with oh, Nerd On. <gasps> are they wow. Venus? Because Venus is going they into retrograde today. Also, yes, their 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 penises are in retrograde. Oh, I mean, yes, the penis the is penis in retrograde. Is in retrograde. Um, <laughs> it is episode 144 for the Cables Crusaders and also episode 144 for Nerd On, it's a podcast. So wow. we're going to talk about the same topic, only not. <gasps> what? Right? What? Crazy. Because this is we like are a Nolan movie. Comic book pay- based and they are nerd in general nerd based. based. Yeah, yeah. We huh? decided to pick something that we could both talk about. <gasps> and what Wait is it? Minute. Oh man, it's Logan. What? We are talking about Old Man Logan, the yeah, graphic uh, novel. Yeah. Well, they will be talking about Old Man Logan, the uh, film. Lo- Logan. It's Logan. Logan. Yeah. Shut up. It's Fuck you. Logan. Okay. <laughs> Don't, we don't, care. Don't worry. Correct me when I'm on a roll like that. Keep correcting him. Keep correcting him. I'll be in my trailer. <laughs> Somebody totally said this. Deflated him. Oh, fuck you. My, my, my chair didn't roll away fast enough. <laughs> yes. They're talking about the film Logan. We are talking about the comic Old Man Logan. Mm-hmm. Uh, technically, its full title is Wolverine. Old Man Logan. Old Man Logan. Um, so yeah, so these episodes in conjecture, con- conjecture, <laughs> cut, take two. these two episodes in conjunction <laughs> form a beautiful little candy coated shell about none other than our favorite Canadian, James Howlett, AKA Wolverine, <sighs> AKA Logan, Logan, AKA Hugh Jackman. Um, and yeah, that's, yeah, so, that was actually, that's about thanks. it. Thanks. Thanks. I'm pretty, you did good buddy. I'm pretty good. Um, <laughs> so you feeling good? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I'm feeling uh, feeling that quarantine mustache. Mm. Anyway, um, so the original graphic novel, which I have here in my hand here, if you can hear this. Mm. Hey, wait, wait. Shh, listen, listen. Oh, Amy, do you have yours? Oh, you have yours? Oh, okay. This is my it's iPad seems, with it. Seems, yeah, what did you do? Uh, iPad. <laughs> yes, there it is. iPad closing. Yeah. Thank you. Ow. <laughs> Thank you for, for doing that in, uh, in my ear. So originally, Wolverine, Old Man Logan, uh, written by Mark Millar. What a favorite of, of this uh the show. Mm-hmm. Um illustrated by Steve McNiven. McNiven? McNiven? McNiven. I got the McNiven. Okay, cool. And, and it's, it's one of those things where you know I don't I don't, don't want to get an angry McNiven, email. McNiven, McNiven. Uh, excuse me, uh David. Uh hi, this is the uh cable trader big time fan. Uh it said his name wrong. It's actually McNewhyven. Oh, thank you, uh, Cable Crusader <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big Fan. Is You're that welcome. your Is that Stu uh, from the Yeah, it's from a TCC Big Fan 69. <clears throat> oh hey. Nice, Because I'm cool. I'm very cool. Cool like that. Um, Originally (laughs) published in 2010. This is actually one of the first, like, standalone graphic novels I ever purchased. Like, I was was reading comics at that point, obviously. Like, I was reading, like, you know, I was, you know, enjoying them. Um, But I was still kind of doing monthly stuff. And maybe if I did a a trade, it was, you know, it was uh, an arc. This was the first, like... Do we consider this an OGN, an original graphic novel? Well, it is Wolverine number so. sixty-six so. through seventy-two. Okay, so it's not. So it is. It is an arc, but it's like become yeah. its own thing. Like it's yeah. it's become its own like entity. Um, well, because so it stands so well by itself. Yeah. So it was, maybe it wasn't originally considered an OGN, but now like I would you know almost call it one, um, depending on how you define the term. Which you might be one of those people. Who knows? Anyway. Uh, excuse me, David. Uh, yes, do. Uh, uh, TCC uh, big fan. Uh, 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 Sixty-nine four twenty. That's me. Yeah. Blaze it. Uh, he married. He married my name. <laughs> uh, it is considered an original graphic novel, original art. Thank you. Are you sure? Are you sure? Uh, uh, absolutely. Okay. My, cool. Yeah. Go, my best. Go back. My best. 
Huh? Go back to Reddit, you little douche. Um, how did he know? How did he know? So I have no problem with Reddit, by the way. Reddit's a, got a wonderful... So this was the first one that you ended up Thanks. purchasing for yourself? One of the, yeah, one of the first times I, I purchased... This is actually my original copy, my first printing. Mm, you know, mm. um, so went on to... I will say the, every time I every time I like reread it, I remember how much it didn't really influence the movie. Like the movie is about an older oh, Logan, like style is the and same. That's kind of it. Like yeah. he's like he's kind of over it, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. that's 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 where a lot of like the similarities kind of end, which you know they'll they'll cover in the the nerd on episode as well. Um, but the arc that we were talking about basically covers um, Logan in the far future. The world is dystopian, destroyed dilapidated villain spoilers run if you haven't read this but it's okay hopefully spoilers from 2010 if it's over a decade i i oh, don't even say oh spoilers gosh. anymore yeah. yeah yeah i don't even say spoilers Ooh. anymore because it's over a decade mm. but anyway um okay. <laughs> but i won't spoil it for you i mean we might by the end but we were so, gonna spoil it it's okay let's let's just be honest we're gonna spoil it <laughs> it's true. so the uh story focuses on an older logan um flung far in the future um, he is a farmer. He has a family. Um, in Sacramento, California. Where did you live? Sacramento, California. Sacramento, California. Uh, California. It is decimated, um, and more oh, yeah. so than Sacramento normally is, because um, <laughs> the entire country is decimated because of the what is known as the Night of the Supervillains, when the supervillains all rose up, realized they outnumber the heroes by a lot, and unified and killed the superheroes. Um, we're not sure yet how Logan survived. And uh, we know that he is being extorted for money um, by the Hulk gang, which is a bunch of hillbilly hulks uh, that fly around in the repossessed vehicles of the Fantastic Four. Um, And we get to see Logan go on this wild adventure to try to uh, make a little bit of money to pay off the Hulk gang to save his family. Yep, that's about right. And then hijinks ensue. (laughs) You could play the little Benny Hill music. <laughs> yeah, little Benny Hill music is the they're going along. So, tell me all your first experience with with Old Man Logan. Where did you start? When did you find it? Are you a fresh new reader? Are you a longtime fan, first time caller? I don't. I don't know. He's pushing up his glasses over no. there. So, <laughs> so would you like to go first, or shall I? You go first, Amy. Oh, you're so sweet. I try. So um, I read Wolverine Old Man Logan probably four years ago um, because I was looking for something to do. I was also looking for pretty much contained arcs um, that I could just read, you know, do a one shot. I'm like, okay, I got this. Um, With all the hype that Logan was generating at the time, um, even before that, because they're like, oh, it's you, Jackman. I wanted to get refreshed. I read this, um, and first impression was like, oh, my God, what the hell is going on? Why is everything like this? Um, the characters, how they stand out in particular ways is great. I loved seeing the transition. It was almost like an alternate, um, it was almost like an alternate history, essentially, because it's so far flung into the future. And then we can talk about all the events and everything else that happens with all of our comic books and how messed up it gets. But I liked it, but it was frustrating. And there's lots of things we'll go into talking about reasons why Amy found this frustrating. Um, 
But yeah, and then this last year, I ended up picking up, this is the Segunda copy, um, and I ended up picking up, because it, it was in the 50% off bin, as you can see, this got a little ripty, ripty, from uh, Empire's Comics Club, located 1120 Fulton Avenue. Sweet K. No, that was awful. What are you yeah, they did so good. You guys tried. Um, but so Ben K. actually had a couple that, because he gets very nitpicky, great nitpicky, but you can get some great books for literally half off. So I bought an extra one for the house, which is the trade around. <laughs> the trade around trade. And yeah, I mean, I definitely want to talk about some of the topics that are placed in this um, and what it means, where he goes from here and how he evolves as a character and how it truly ends up influencing Logan, the movie in like a very, the tone underneath it, not just stylistically. So I'm ready right. for that. But Steve's. Steve's. Your turn. My only experience with this book before this episode was knowing that my brother-in-law Joe had it because he, you may hear kids shouting in the background. I apologize. Those are my boys. Not the whole gang. Those are my boys. Um, they, he was a big X-Men fan growing up, loved Magneto, Professor X and Nightcrawler, but looked a lot like Hugh Jackman. So he ended up becoming a Wolverine fan because of that. And he got the book and I had seen pages of it, seen, seen some of the artwork, some of the, some of the dialogue, but that was about it. And all I have known of Logan was the movie itself and reading this comic for this episode. <clears throat> it um, definitely, the style is there. The style and the imagery is, is there and the story is in a completely different direction. And I think the comic is darker than the movie. In my just just reading this, it's like I thought the movie was dark. And by the way, Logan, one of the best comic book movies I've seen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In fact, there's actually a review by David Barry and myself on YouTube of us reviewing immediately oh after seeing the film. Uh, I was wearing my leather jacket. I missed that thing. Yeah, we we, we looked really cool. I, I had a beard. We both had the jackets on. We were yeah. looking cool. We were hot. Uh, we were back in the day. Yeah. What happened? I don't know, man. Kids. Anyway, <laughs> no, did but, you uh, have both of your kids at that point? He did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this is my first experience reading the entire story from page one to the end, and wow, yeah, we'll go into it. Yeah. So really? the, you're you're a first time reader. First of this, time of reader. this one, yeah. New, Long, seen pages oh. of it, seen artwork, but never read the entire thing. Long time so fan. Every time percent I was caller. making a, mm-hmm. yeah, like I was making a joke every single time, and you're just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I haven't read it yet. That. <laughs> I know my brother-in-law has that. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh we also by the way i do i do have uh manderson texting me his his feelings on it but it's i don't want to give anything away um so i'll, I'll add those in later but we let's sprinkle it he was all yeah he was also a first time a first time reader he had never uh he read the comic before so right off the gate it, or right up the right off the bat so the if you're looking again for adaptations the movie while it has bits and pieces of the of the the darkness the the kind of dystopian lost future the huge jackman's that inspiration that he's old yeah. yeah like it's it's there that from there they kind of split um because like i said the this comic focuses on the future after this night of the supervillains and mm-hmm. then the night of the supervillains when all the supervillains rose up and killed all the heroes um we were left in a, a country basically divided into four um, mm-hmm. run by four major supervillains. Uh, initially, the West Coast run by Abomination. He's then killed by Hulk, and Hulk now runs it, and that becomes important, yeah. especially towards the end. Um, 
the Next story over in Las Vegas and Utah. The story focuses on um, the Hawkeye comes and propositions Wolverine to basically be like, "Hey, come do this delivery with me, make some money, pay off the Hulks." Um, Hawkeye, by the way, is blind at this point. Um, glaucoma. Yeah, glaucoma. Um, and so the two of them basically travel out. They're going to go. Um, where are they going again? I'm They're supposed to be going to New Babylon, That's which is on is. the East Coast, which is, all which in, is Coast. in the fourth quadrant, which is ruled by the president, a.k.a. The president. It says the president when you look at the, the president. Yeah, of course, the president. You know, just we, we, we're, you know, so it's not that crazy. It's not that different from, you know, from <laughs> uh, anyway. So Red Skull is the president. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I'm in, the, yeah. I'm in the Oval Office. I'm sitting here with my yeah, suit. He's, and, uh, he's bananas. Yeah. He's, he's I'm, lost I'm his mind. I'm also eating bananas at the same yeah, time. It's very he's nice. crazy. Um, he's he's gathered up all these pieces, all these trophies from all the superheroes. They are mine. Um, and he, one of them is uh, Captain America's costume, uh, which oh. he wears. He wears um, doesn't and fit on him very well. It's actually so, and it's the Bucky Captain America uh, mm-hmm. costume, which is important to note. That is when Bucky was was Captain America. This is not. He did not kill Steve Rogers to get it. He killed Bucky to get it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. If you she, take she, a look she, at she, uh, yeah. No, and you're about to describe it. Go for it. No, I was gonna. I was gonna talk about also the other little Easter eggs that are all behind him in his, um, in his like his uh, trophy case. But please oh, yeah, yeah, go for through. that. Get that. Well, I was, I was get that Bucky. The, the the so Bucky's Bucky's cap costume was a little like shinier. It was like uh-huh. a, like a shinier blue and didn't have as much pieces to it. It was more solid up top, kind of triangular. So actually, more of the uh, was it whose flag? It looked it looked like. Is that Puerto Rico's flag? I, I did notice like? it looked. It kind of looks it a bit look like Puerto Rico's. And, then, and, then the it's like, yeah. and it's kind of like black in the under the arms and down. I just the thought legs. it was like artist choice. No, yeah, no. So, was, so that, oh. that was that was after that was this was during the time when Captain America, when Steve Rogers was dead and Bucky had taken mm-hmm. over. So that that is the the Captain America that was killed by the the president, the Red Skull, uh, and that's when he took and he took the costume. Oh. Yeah, but he's got all those all those trophies and bits and you know Iron Man's armor and and all that. All oh, and he's got the thing's hand. He's got um, a wing from it looks like it could be a couple of different people, but like a wing from Angel. The funny thing I really thought was interesting was he has. Well, he's got cowls at one point that are on a shelf and on the cowl, the third one in is Wolverine's mask, which I was like. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But also like he's got Nova's the half of the helmet and part of the stuff for Nova. He's got the center out of um, Captain Marvel's. Like suit, there's there's just Thor's helmet, um, yep. Doctor Strange's cape. Like it's they are literally- just my trinkets. Yeah, just trinkets I have here in my place. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the the Red Skull is the quote unquote president, and while the other areas are run by uh, Doom, um, like I said, the Abomination until the Hulk killed him, and then Kingpin, uh, Fisk, well, and actually, then um, Emma, uh, Emma Frost. Yeah, she runs the um, the mutant outpost. <laughs> yeah, with the but it also has. Um, the Inhumans. The Inhumans are with her. Uh, mm-hmm. Black Bolt's with her. Um, He's so cool. Human, then human, and more human. Oh, sorry. How did that get Rob Zombie out of you? I, I don't know. Inhuman. Okay. Lots of things get out of Inhuman. him. Inhuman. Okay, never mind. No, yeah, that's, that's okay. That, yeah, okay. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, um, so the, the the throughout the the comic, we basically learn that Wolverine refuses to fight. He refuses to pop his claws. Um, something happened to him. He's defeated. Um, that's a, 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 a theme throughout the entire book is everyone's like, what happened to you? What happened? What did they do to you? How did they beat you? So, but they didn't kill him. You know, the, mm-hmm. the fact that he wasn't 
dead, everyone's wondering like, okay, what is it about you that, that, you know, why, why are you the way you are now? Um, and we come to find out one of the most painful things that I've ever seen in a comic book Mm -hmm. happened Mm -hmm. to Wolverine. Um, so again, like I said, the, the, the night of the supervillains, all the supervillains, they all rose up together because, again, they outnumber the super the superheroes. They know they could, they, you know, if, if Spider-Man has 80 bad guys, what happens if all 80 of them showed up simultaneously? You know, it's... it's exactly. It's the the nightfall scenario. What, what happens if Bane releases everyone out of Arkham Asylum? He catches the bat and breaks him. So um, what we find is because all the supervillains are together, the supervillains that might be in one character's rogue gallery might swap over and go fight another superhero because they might find that they are better suited to fight another hero. And um, so the the ex, the, the uh, Xavier Institute is attacked by what we think is a bunch of supervillains. A bunch of like classic X-Men villains. His mother ones come rushing in and Wolverine's like, gotta protect the kids. Pops them claws. Oh. Starts just calling everybody cyclops gene they're here they're, they're, they're uh, and he's just stabbing everybody and slicing throats like and mounds of bodies yeah mounds of villains and it's just and he's like where is dope. everybody where yeah is and he's, everybody? Like, he's like he's he's confused why he's fighting by himself um and they're not really they're kind of fighting back but they're not really fighting back and he's just like this is too easy this is great he's having the time of his life i'm having a great time bub yeah he slits uh mr uh mr sinister's throat he's like this is awesome <sighs> Do, do, do. Um, and then suddenly um, one of them asks why. Like, why, Logan? Like, why are you doing this? Bullseye. Just, Logan, please Bullseye. stop. Bullseye. Thank you. Yeah, Bullseye. Logan, please, please stop. Bullseye. Your, Sorry, that's my friends. Colin Farrell. Yeah. So then he he's sitting there and he's looking down at Bullseye, who he has just killed. And all of a sudden, clarity. And he yeah. realizes he's not holding Bullseye. He's holding, he's holding Jubilee. Yeah. And what he's actually done is he's not killed a bunch of superheroes. He has slaughtered everyone in the Xavier Institute. Yeah, sorry, supervillains. He has slaughtered everyone in the the Xavier Institute. Fucking Jake Um, Gyllenhaal. (laughs) Yes, Jake Gyllenhaal pops up as Mysterio. Son of a bitch. And so Mysterio, classic Spider-Man villain, his whole thing is illusions and messing with your senses. And so he basically fooled Wolverine into thinking by manipulating his senses and the illusion and everything, that he was fighting all these villains. Reading that page when Wolverine explains that he couldn't spell them, I literally was like, oh my God. Exactly, right? Makes sense. God, no. So, and Wolverine, realizing what he's done, um, goes down to a train track and lays his head down on a train track. And and Steve, is the train going by your house right now? Can you hold your mic out the window for a train? Oh, oh, uh, no, there's a train going by right now. We should have timed this better. Um, (laughs) Thanks. There you go. Uh, And, you know, and takes off his head. But of course, his healing factor brings him back. So maybe that's the closest. Maybe when the train could do. Yeah. Maybe when the train hit him, it like tore off the cowl. And that's what how someone brought that to Red Skull. Well, he says like it hurt enough to make it feel like he took his life. Yeah. It was enough Um, pain. Enough pain. So yeah, so so then Wolverine is done. He he gives up. He's a beaten old man. He won't pop his claws. He starts a family. Sets a farm. Um, like I said, gets extorted by the Hulk family, the Hulk, the Hulk gang, uh, and then goes off on his uh, merry way. It's not very merry, but it's not very merry. Uh, so 
first off, Mark Millar is the best. I'm just gonna great writer. He's he's just he's phenomenal. Um, and Steve McNevin is a, the perfect artist for this. The detail. Civil War. This book. Yeah. The detail. The Civil detail. War. The Civil War. Um, so. You're, there's a lot of. There's, I really there's wish we were on so some many of the feels just in the movement of of all of that. Well, there, and there's so there's so many chapters, but it's it's like, it's not a long series, but it feels like a long mm. series. But it feels like it goes by really fast because it's really well paced, and you get a lot of story. But at no point you're like, oh, that oh, that just where what happened? Like you 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 get you, you have time to sit. It's only seven issues. Exactly, but it feels like it feels like it has more story, but mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like fit it's, into. Yeah, it's more package. It's you know, it's it's weighted and timed and paced well that it doesn't feel that it is lacking in the size of it. Mm-hmm. But I was going to say infinite cosmic power, itty bitty living space. But your your yours makes more sense. I like yours though. <laughs> I just got. I was like, it has. What it's I th- so well paced. It's, oh yeah. It it doesn't have any lulls, and even in the spaces where there are lulls built in, so that they build up for that crescendo in the writing. You don't feel you don't feel the lull. Right. You don't feel bored. You're continuously hooked. You can sit down and read this in one sitting if you want to do it in an hour. If you're a fast reader, if you want to take your time on it, you can. It does not take or it doesn't take from the impact of the story ever. Mm-hmm. It's what makes it a great read. It it's a western in an X Men universe. It, it has the total Western setting. Like you could compare the opening panels of Logan and at home with the opening to unforgiven Clint Eastwood out, out in, in, in the country in his home, just with his family. I thought it was very weird that the offspring, before we get to the end leading up to it, the whole time I'm like, how does one of the most intelligent, smart um, members of the Avengers have offspring so hillbilly and redneck stupid as the Hulk gang. Now, of course, that uh, question is answered at the end, and I get it. But the whole time, I'm like, these are Bruce Banner's kids? Sonny Stark's restaurant, really? They're, he's got redneck offspring, too? What, what's happening? What's happening here? Like, there was a... there was, a, And then, of course, that's what happens when you get with yeah. your cousin. Uh, <laughs> it, it makes you... That. There, there's... there's there's a lot of things that the which one of my favorite parts about this book is it asks it makes you ask a lot of questions it answers a lot of questions and it doesn't answer all of the questions though because you're wondering like okay yeah. you have to wait we, for it exactly when you yeah. you know you know that everyone's dead but throughout the story you're like okay do you find out how this person died sometimes yes sometimes no and sometimes you're like okay mm-hmm. I really want to know how this person died why him falls yes why oh. is why is <laughs> there a mass why is Hank Pym's giant man skeleton dead mm-hmm. you know in this era why is loki giant and dead you know like why is uh hammer the, falls why yeah the hammer the hammer just oh, hanging yes. being, re- being worshipped they're worshiping the hammer that's no one can pick up why is the mm-hmm. why is the venom symbiote just like out running around taking out dinosaurs <laughs> just that chilling introduced from one the of, savage land one of my favorite yeah one of my favorite Dinosaur looks good yeah, Venom. Venom really ever is the the T Rex with, with the Venom symbiote. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm gonna eat you. So it, he really did. He it's really a good did. Look what I'm like. Yeah, and, and like <laughs> when you look at the map, it's um the map of the of the way the world the 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 country is. There's like cities and and um 
like like cities and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Point historical points of interest. There you go. That like don't get you know they don't necessarily get explained. Like some of you're like okay cool like of course you know like, over there. Map. like of course like Kingpin Doom like they would have this but like there's not always necessarily like explanations of how these places became renamed or why they are the way they are like the the negative zone opening like what does that mean like it's just down in texas there's just the negative zone is just open and well like electroville and dwight's toll which dwight makes sense because we meet dwight right that's right okay that's right that (laughs) one that is one of the best thing like fisk lake lake city hammer falls cedar city of champions rock spring Osborne City, Clyde's Pit. But I got to give a shout out to Lansing and Detroit because they never moved. <laughs> Nobody went there. Nobody went there. Set. <laughs> the Lizard King. The Lizard King rules down in Florida. Of course he does. That makes sense. Yeah. It's like Mark Marin said. The Lizard Portal is open, man. The Lizard Portal is open. <laughs> um, <laughs> Good Mark Marin reference. <laughs> Thanks. So. <laughs> What's up? What the fuckers? Anyway. There's, there's so many dark realities told in this book um mm-hmm. there's so many things that make amy frustrated in this book and i bet <sighs> those dark things and some of those frustrating things i bet they're the same they can be a bit i can, so, I can concur amy take us through <laughs> yes. what, what what are you feeling okay so the if i would tackle the big green monster in the room first we can we can hit that one first the green monster Not swamp. Not okay, swampy. Huh? No, not, no, not sorry. Fenway sorry. Pack? Not the not the field. You got your smart pack? Sorry, Fenway. You pack by the habit? Pack by the habit? By the habit. Uh <laughs> we have any listeners so, from Boston. They're just so disappointed right now. I, I have family I there. They know already. They're disappointed too. <gasps> yeah, they They're know. disappointed in you already? Ooh. They've heard the accent. Okay. So <laughs> so with the abomination and now has begun Hulk became Hulk territory. Um Bruce makes no even not even like a he's not apologetic he's absolutely he's absolutely fucking nuts he literally uses the term um who else would what did you expect um only my cousin could keep the pace yeah essentially as to why he as to why he is you know why say, he has the hulk game say he, it. He, he he fucking rapes she hulk to get offspring mm-hmm. and they leave it in it. They don't even really, it, it's left enough to your imagination that I don't want to think about it. Okay. This is, this is Jen. When, and like, he, and he, he blames the radiation poisoning that like, he thinks, like, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't give a fuck. You don't know. Okay. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying like, that's, that's how he went from being, <laughs> I know, Bruce I know. Banner I'm not mad at to, you. I am, you know, I'm so fucking frustrated with that because it, it brings out all of the hillbillies and then when we get to the end, when we get the Wolverine confronting Bruce and Logan has literally, sorry, Logan has literally gone through and just decimated everybody. He, he drove Beautifully. one of, one of the Fantastic Fours. Um, oh, I don't even know what it was. It's not even a car. It floats with one of the hillbillies with C4 taped into his mouth on the front, like a figurehead on a pirate ship straight in and blew up. And they all live in like damn RVs. Like, come on. Their leader lives in a cave. He was talking to Billy Joe. Like there's little Bruce Jr. is a baby. This is so fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way around it. When we get eyes. to that point. 
That's who they are. They're the Hills Have Eyes people. So we get to the standoff with Logan and Bruce, and you think Logan's defeated, and Bruce is talking to the one, the one other dude that happened to make it out to go get some Jim Belushi movies. The one, the one guy. The what? one guy. And the Jim, he's like, oh, I came everybody back and everybody's go. gone. Exactly. Did, did, Logan, like, did Logan really wipe out the whole gang, Paul? <laughs> Jim Belushi in the principal movie here on VHS. Oh, my gosh. And literally, that's what he does. He says. And Bruce is like, it'll be fine. We'll go kidnap some girls from the brothel at Hugh Hefner's mansion. Yeah, we'll and then we'll just over. start it all over again. Mm-hmm. And previously, they had already shown you when Wolverine goes to collect and dispatch of all the rest of the whole gang that mm. there was a set that were at the that were at Hef's mansion mm-hmm. and it says uh, he's talking to the madam and he says uh, thank the girls when they regain consciousness yeah like are you fucking joking like this is a, okay sex workers do your thing like earn your money make your bread you do you there is no shame in what you do but anybody that knocks you fucking unconscious without your consent no mm-hmm. no uh-uh no I think so. I'm, I have lots of qualms with fucking Bruce, this Bruce. This Bruce is not my Bruce. This Hashtag is not, not Mark Ruffalo. Bruce. This is no. not Mark Ruffalo. This is not Mark Hashtag, Ruffalo. This is not even. This is not even the immortal, the new immortal Hulk. Mm-mm, no, Bruce. I have this is not, he's, he's fucked Amadeus up. But Cho, he's not doing this is this. nothing. No, no. I haven't looked up and, like any notes on this or anything, but I have a feeling like Mark Millar has something to say about the hillbilly mm-hmm. culture when he wrote this part. Like he's not trying to be fair at all. He's like, I hate. These type of people. He's, he's Scottish too, so let's you know. Let's yeah. be real. He, I don't like these bastards here. You see he, this? He thinks that's half mm. the country, and he's not <laughs> exactly. far off. It's, right? Yeah. Exactly. So he's like, I'm not trying to sugarcoat. I don't like these type of people. This is what they are to me. Exactly, and and I don't have other than that. Okay, that's one of my bigger ones. Mm-hmm. Other one, we come in. I I had a very long conversation with a couple of people in trying to dissect this so that I could find thoughts on if I had more places that I felt there were discrepancies or things I had problems with. The continuous, the chaos of their trading landowners or landlords, landowners, whatever you want to call them, because they're essentially, it's a, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Like, no one's going to stop me. I'm a supervillain. <laughs> like we see that with when Clint comes to pick up um, Bruce, literally, he's driving the Spider Mobile, which was fantastic to see. Let's not lie; he can do everything <laughs> a, a Spider vehicle. can do. <laughs> yeah, that line was great. We can also we also pass Herbie the Love Bug, which I thought was hilarious too. That's right. Um, and then we find out not only he is he's running in the space between Hawkeye and Ronan. He's still kind of good. He's running right in that center line where mm-hmm. he's doing his own thing. He's trying to take care of himself. He's trying to support himself. The reason he pulled in. Reason he really pulled in Logan was because he needed backup. And he's thinking that he's still gonna, you know, snick snick. And he doesn't. And then we start finding out that Clint's like, how many ex-wives does he have? Like a whole bunch. And we see that we end up seeing Clint's streak for himself when they go to Kingpin, who is not Fisk Kingpin, it's a different Kingpin, and to go break out his daughter, who he's suddenly so proud of. This is the kid that he disappeared from. You know, he wasn't there in her life, but suddenly he's like, she's formed up. She's going to make a superhero gang. She's in jail. Her, his ex-wife is taken up with Ultron, who raised, Ultron 8, who raised his daughter. And it's, you know, she's the daughter of Peter Parker. We've got this entire, like, hierarchy of superheroes. And then you're like, oh, no, we have to go save his daughter. And you find out 
His daughter's just as cockeyed freaking crazy as the rest of them. She mm-hmm. don't give a fuck. And I'm like, are we really just trying to show it's a every man for himself type of world at this place because it's dystopian? And so it was just, it was a, not that it was a poor choice for us to read it during a pandemic, but guys, <laughs> guys, <laughs> I'm a struggling over here. Well, now, now remember now this, to be fair, this type of world is the type of world that doomsday preppers are prepping for. Uh, and that is not the type of world that we are in right now. We are not, you know, zombies and, and super villains and, and dividing the, the country between the bat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, they're not, not any of the, it's, it basically like this was also a time. And okay. This isn't, so, this isn't like a commentary on like modern comics. This comic would not be written now. Um, oh, fuck, no, it wouldn't. Not it would be literally. It would be, and I don't mean to say this without being mean. This would be like a top cow. This would be a self-published. Yeah, like, no. This this is this is not yeah. Marvel now. Like Marvel does, you know, Marvel has some dark stuff right now, but it is not this type of dark. Um, Marvel is. I don't know if it's the House of Mouse that's really affecting this, oh. but the it could be a bit of both because Caseda's in charge of the house. Yeah. It, oh, and Caseda oh. doesn't. Yeah, and we don't yeah. have any. We don't have any will towards Disney. But no, if no, no. We're it's, being honest. It's just, it's yeah. just, it's, it, and it's it's not to say that like oh, they're, you know, oh, they're they're too PC and sensitive. This comic would never happen. It's just no. It's it's nah. not the 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 tone that Marvel is going for right now is not. Would would this this comic wouldn't happen? Like the you yeah. don't want to see like your characters that you're talking about. You don't want to hear Clint being this awful person. You don't want to see. Wolverine go through all this. Now, to be fair, old man Logan did pop up, you know, in the in the most recent Marvel reboot, and he was here for a while. Mm-hmm. But it kind of I don't know, it 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 didn't have the same weight to his story. Like knowing like knowing his like reading this book, oh, but like when you like heard about his story being retold when they brought old man Logan back as a as a as a a monthly comic a couple years ago, it didn't quite have mm-hmm. the same weight to it. Um, even when he did travel back into the future to continue on his his mission. It just didn't feel the same. And I think that a lot of that comes from like there might be weird uh, alternative universes and weird, weird futures, but you're not going to get a future where Hulk is, you know, banging his Mm -hmm. cousin to make a gang to murder and pillage and rape, you know, the West Coast. Mm -hmm. You know, you're you're not going to get this fucked up Nazi in the in the White House holding trinkets. Why do you say fuck that? I of just all have the superheroes, nice yeah, yeah you're nice. wearing the bloody it's just so costume nice. the bloody quite cow- fit over it. It's his. very comfy. Yeah. I imagine it looked very stretchy. Um, <laughs> it did look very stretchy. But this, this, it's like this, this type of story just wouldn't fly right now. Mm-hmm. And it's also, I feel like they've done, like you said, like this isn't our Hulk. This isn't the Immortal mm-hmm. Hulk. This isn't Amadeus Hulk. This isn't. You know the indestructible Hulk. Like this is not the Hulk. We have not seen this Hulk. This isn't a, even Red Hulk. This, no, this, this is a, a hillbilly Hulk. Exactly. This, like, this, this Hulk doesn't exist. Um, and that's probably a good thing. That's not to say the story is is. It's not about whether you, the good the story is good or bad. But it's just like this type of like super far flung, almost ultimate universe kind of dark take on these characters. That's not a thing that Marvel's doing right now and i I I don't know when they would do it again and i think steve's has got yeah and i think steve's has got some of this especially coming from the movie side of it too well and i i think this book also like showed you as you read 
how much you actually are emotionally tied to some of these characters. Yeah. Like, I'm going to tell you, my favorite issue was issue seven, both for good and bad reasons. Uh, I mean, excuse me, positive and negative impacts in the story. <laughs> uh, to see Red Skull grab Cap's head and you know what he's about to do. And it's the whole thing of we're so used to stories where, you know, Cap gets out of it and they'll defeat him. That's not happening here. We're seeing yeah. Cap being murdered. Right. You're seeing Wolverine holding Jubilee. And it kind of like, it struck me where I'm like, man, I I really do care for these characters that I, it's kind of like a test to show how much you care for them when you get these stories where the good guys don't win. Right. Um, or when they make a character you like very bad, Hulk, I like Bruce Banner, don't like Bruce Banner here. Yeah. And it, it's, it's definitely, uh, it reminds you how much you care about these characters as, you know, as fictional as they are, you care about them when you see them unable to succeed. That's a really good point. Like, it's almost like you want to, after reading it, like I was like, all right, cool. Like good book. I would like to now go back and read like a positive Hulk story. And <laughs> where's the cosmic cube? Where yeah, is it? Exactly. Show like, me I, where I is would it? like to see cap knock out red skull and throw him in prison again. Like, yeah, I don't want to see, you know, that whole moment, the Red Skull, up. Red Skull, do go all the mountain on, on Captain America's eyeballs. And he's taking his time. He's like slowly talking to him and approaching him as Cap is just can't do anything. Pinned, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I don't like this. <laughs> I thought it was. I mean, it does. Seven is also awesome because Logan, when he. We, we're going to get favorite stuff. We're going to get favorite scenes. Are we doing yeah, that? We can jump yeah, into favorites. Yeah. We don't do that now, though. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to. Nah, no, lead, lead it, no, bro. Do it. What's you your favorite? This? Make it happen. Dude, dude, the whole thing with Wolverine versus Red Skull, where he's getting thrown around, but at the last second, boom, Logan's got Captain America's shield, blocks it, just, and, and then he takes it to the throat, and then he's wearing the, the Tony Stark armor to get out of it. That, that was. That was made for Anthony Steves, that entire moment right there. Because <laughs> I literally could see him bring the shield up, and I heard the music. <laughs> so great. So great. Amy? Um, this is going to kind of sound funny because it's really bittersweet. The We find out what the package is that um, – well, I kind of have two. So first off, we already talked about there is a giant T-Rex symbiote that is chasing down Hawkeye Must go and Wolverine. Must go faster. <laughs> Must go, yeah, it's, and, and you, you can hear it in your head. And they're running. And uh, Emma Frost <laughs> sees, they get, a, they get a reading in the mutant enclave, whatever it is, like the sacred place for the mutants. And Emma sends out Black Bolt. And Black Bolt is old man Black Bolt. I don't mind. <laughs> All he does is little tiny, tiny, tiny print. And he just goes, <laughs> and and it just boom. and then they're like and then there's just the the T-Rex laying there and they look over and all Black Bolt does and it's just this little tiny panel he just puts his finger to his lips and it's little old man Black Bolt and I was like son of a bitch you beautiful beautiful man uh, so that's Black one of them. bold managon <laughs> oh, so good it's so good and it's so fun it's got just enough lift that you're like holy shit I forgot yeah. about that and then one that was really good and bittersweet for me was we find out we get to New Babylon. Hawkeye's offloading, about to offload his, mm. um, his what's in the case, what we think. You think it's drugs. And it turns out to be super soldier serum. 
Right. And he's got a whole bunch and he's giving it to this guy. And you're like, oh, there's a rebellion. This is going to be awesome. I want in. And Let goes, me have it. I'm enjoying it. I, was I want born, in. Once an Avenger, always an Avenger. Exactly. And I love that moment because it's that entire thing that you see. It, it's selfish, but it's also what he finally figured out. Like he's been lost again for so long that he's he's. He's known for running drugs. Like everybody keeps like, it's drugs, isn't it? You got drugs in there. He's like, nah, 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 sh- we're good. We're good. And he gets there. And we've had the whole debacle where he went to go save his daughter. His daughter, essentially, dad breaks her out of prison and she kills Kingpin so she can be Kingpin. And then he's made this 3,000 plus mile journey with Logan. And Logan the entire time until literally, yeah, and this entire time has not lost his composure and let the animal out. Mm-hmm. Let the Logan that we have always known out. And that inspired something in Clint to be like, look, I want in. I want in on this. Let me in. Let me do this. And it was Cling such, back it was to so the old superhero mentality. Exactly. And he was ready. He's it's like, yeah, I know I'm an old timer, but I can do this. Let me do this. And it's those type of people that it's so, it's so beautiful because they surround themselves with the old guys and they think, yeah, it's not going to be exactly like the old times, but I can do it. And in that moment, I was like, this is where he's trying to redeem himself. This mm-hmm. is where he's finally taking that stand and going, I'm going to be a good guy again. I mm-hmm. can do this. Let me do this. And then, you know, he gets shot. And he mm-hmm. tells him, like, do your worst. And the guy's like, okay. And he shoots him in the head. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Story's <sighs> really good at showing you hope. And then, nope. Not yet. He's like, do you like no it? No hope today? yet. Not yet. Not for you. Not, Not for, for you. Yeah, no hope for you today. No. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Doc? Um. So I think the the little I mentioned it before the little, little tidbits that Mark Millar kind of kind of sneaks in throughout the whole book that you know just tell the broader story the you know the the corpse of Loki the the corpse of Hank mm. Pym um, the Mount Rushmore and Red Skull has been added to it mm-hmm. just you know like these little these little things that just like are world building with just a a mention just a, a pass by and it's kind of like makes you think like oh. What happened then? Like, what happened that, that night? Point. Yeah, like, how did that happen? Did they take him down? When did that happen? Because this is, you know, what is it? Is, fi- is it 50 years in the future? 50, after, yep. Yeah, 50 years yeah, after the, 50. the night of the supervillains. And it's just the, the again, we, we talk about the, the pacing and everything. The way Mark Millar builds a world in that, because that's that's his speciality. Like, we always talk about how he names a lot of his his trades like volume one and, but volume two never happens. But Mark Millar writes arcs to be made into television seasons or movies. Mm-hmm. He makes them to, and it's not, I mean, he, you know, he's written for, he, I think he sold Netflix, uh, Millar world. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he was writing for Fox and he's writing for Disney. And I'm not saying he's one of those people where it's like, he got into comics to, to leap into movies and TVs. I'm not, that's not my point. My point is he writes comics the way he writes television and movies. Like yep. they're, they're, they're one in the mm-hmm. same and he tells the story so well in both. So again, I think this kind of like world building that he just sprinkled in throughout these details about what happened um, are just, they're, they're so cool because it does. You're like, oh, fuck, Thor's dead. Like that sucks. Mm-hmm. But what happened? Why is like Hammerfall? Why is he what, dead? What, exactly. Well, I want to see that fight. Like Tony Stark, because mm-hmm. that was actually the that Iron Man armor from like the two thousand, the two thousand nine, the two thousand twelve, like the Civil War armor. One yeah. of my favorite armors. Yeah, where it's like a little bit bulkier up here, mm-hmm. a little bit like mm-hmm. bulk, b- bigger in the chest, and the, the mask. Diamond. 
Yeah, the diamond, and then the mask comes to a very strong kind of narrow point, mm-hmm. like in, like in the face. Like that yeah. was one of my favorite Iron Man designs. Oh, yeah. So like, see, like he has the top half of the armor mounted in there, and like, what happened? You know, like mm-hmm. who? Because we know, you know, we know how all the X Men died. Wolverine we killed them. We know exactly. how some people died, but show me the Avenger like, battle. Show me the Fantastic Four battle. Yeah, yeah, which and I know like. Marvel has done that recently. They did like the old man quill. Like they've kind of tried to do these, you know, the old man, mm-hmm. old, old woman, man like, mm-hmm. yeah, stories. And some of them are, some of them work. Some of them don't. I think this one was just such a, like a, a unique take on it that, cause like I'm, I'm with you as I'm with you, Amy. Cause on a lot of the stuff, like at the time it didn't bug me. Not, it's, it's not, it doesn't bother me. Like bother me Earth. isn't the way like, Earth. but yeah, it didn't like, get to it me as much well. yeah and that's it's it's also just because of like the way i've grown and the way i like my comics like reading it now i'm like okay yeah like it, it kind of goes back to like when you think about like the frank millers and the alan moores they're like yeah. why do why like, why do you use like that like why do you have to go that direction with that character to show that they're evil and in their in like the way they've explained it, it's like what's more evil than that you know, yeah. and it's like now it's now we're kind of like it's over. It's like it's it's almost like like overplayed, like 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 sexual assault and incest and rape are like overdone, I guess, which is like that's been there, done that. It's yeah, so common. It, it's it, so commonplace now as an excuse that it no longer feels like it should ever have been an excuse. Yeah, but it's almost kind of like that almost like takes away the like that takes away weight from a terrible thing saying it's cliche. Like, like that's almost mm-hmm. like its own, but like again, like when I first read these things, I was like, oh God, that's how I know they're evil. You know, like that's how I know it's bad because they did this, because he raped his cousin to make these other ones. They want to take away any chance of you possibly kind of liking this character by yeah, saying, but but, no, but it's like, but raped. it's like a it's like a it now it's like a cheap, mm-hmm. it's it's cheap heat. Cheap heat, yeah, cheap heat, yeah. Cheap heat. Yeah. There, there's your there's your wrestling term for the night. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a it's like a cheap way to get people to not like you. It doesn't like I'm not gonna say it doesn't take effort because I'm not saying I'm not saying Mark Millar didn't put effort into this story. But it's almost like it it kind of is like okay, cool. How are you gonna make me hate this person? Uh, I'm gonna go hit John Cena in the back of the head. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's just like oh like oh I I you know I'm gonna out of atta- nowhere. Yeah, I'm, you're gonna bring your wife down to the ring and I'm gonna hit, hit her with my finisher and then run away. Like okay, yeah. cool, Randy Orton, great. You, <sighs> yeah, you are you RKO'd Beth Phoenix. Like do something. You different. You come to hit me with a chair, I duck and you hit her instead, and I run away giggling. Yeah. So <laughs> it it's like. <laughs> That actually it, happens in wrestling in the past. Yeah. No, I know. I appreciate you guys, and it's good that we're having we're having every episode. We're getting a, a, a little term more wrestling. Of, that's our few. That's what I think wrestling. our plan is to incorporate wrestling one way or another in every episode. Well, and it's like I'm, I'm not. Works. I get. I'm not trying to say I'm. You know, I would I, like I would have done better. But it's like, could you have? Could you have still made the Hulk gang and the Hulk as dangerous and as scary and as much of a villain without having the sexual aspect. aspect of it? Maybe I'm not. I I wasn't in 2010. I'm not Mark Millar. Like there obviously the other villains are are plenty fucked up because of what they did, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh you know just like the the Red Skull just the way he murdered everyone and kept the trophies. Like that's that's fucked up. Still sporting the swastika too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Classic. You know. Oh, what just like, they have? Yeah. What's look at look at that, you know. That's it's what they have. So yeah, it's like it's the the dark aspects of it. It's just it's 
it's weird to look at in the scope of now versus you know versus 2010 it's 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 a mm-hmm. weird like to see how the way i've changed the way i've grown in like the, the comics that i read like obviously there's still like i still think it's a great book like the art is still mm-hmm. beautiful the story is still like dark and deep and rips at you and it's, it's classic pitching. still classic wolverine but yeah there's parts of it that are kind of like Hmm. dated i guess you would say mm-hmm. like it's kind of like okay like you 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 know you made one of your worst bad guys like what makes him so bad like cannibalism is pretty bad you know like you could have yeah. just pretty much had like the hulk gang be cannibals there they and, are you know and that'd be pretty bad but but they are cannibals they don't oh, yeah, really no. show you like when they're sitting at oh, the, don't, the they're all, yeah they're all sitting there but chomping like, on <laughs> toes they're all chomping on toes like all the time like no it's definitely it's definitely gross but again it's like what 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 does when I think of uh, when I when I say banjo, Steve's? What do you think of Deliverance? Exactly, like Deliverance created this because I feel like Deliverance is like where that like that whole mythos of the 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 river folk hillbilly, the scary hillbilly people. Yeah, it's yeah. a mixture of Deliverance and the Hills Have Eyes. It's like those two together. Yeah, it's, and it's it's kind of like it's like yeah. what what can you know what. What's what's fucked up, you know, hillbilly, in, hillbilly incest superheroes. It's like oh, okay, like it's, I mean, I, I may agree with Mark Millar in that aspect. Anyway, oh yeah, no, that's <laughs> fucked up. No one is saying it's not fucked up. Oh, I mean, I mean my that, feelings toward hillbillies. Well, and I think also <laughs> if we look at it, 2010. What did we did we have a in Edward Norton Hulk at that time? He was 2008. Yep. So we did. Because mm-hmm. 2000, 2008 so, was uh, Iron Man and Hulk. Okay, so then we we had some cinema presence for the Hulk, and like maybe Mark could see farther down the pipe that the House of Mouse was gonna make your Hulk lo- like lovable. Like, yeah, we have this Doctor Jekyll Mister Hyde aspect. It depends on who's writing them. If it, it's one way or another, or we get you know smart Hulk, um, but that this is one of those people that Time yeah travel. he's a monster, but <laughs> Time travel, <laughs> but. Um, maybe Millar saw a little bit farther down, like where he had to go to make him so utterly disgusting that there was no like reprieve for him that you were like, no, this is not my Hulk. Fuck yeah, that. There, there was there was never there was never going to be like a like a oh, in the end, he was OK and he did what was right in the end. It's like, no, he was fucked up until the till his the last breath. Ate Wolverine. Yeah, he ate Wolverine. Then he died of a rumbly in his tumbly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think it, it's like this is this is like the this is also kind of like a, a split from the uh the maestro so the maestro from future imperfect being a future version of the hulk who is evil but they're again more more sinister and more of the smart banner kind of thing like if banner was a bad guy as opposed to banner being a like a sadistic sexual offender kind of thing like you have like the two possible futures for what the radiation could do to banner mm-hmm. so it's almost like this this is a hulk that hasn't been done before you know it was this is not a positive thing like i'm not saying like oh yeah cool it is a unique take on hulk that's yeah, oh yeah like oh, you, yeah. You're, you're never gonna get that hulk you're never again, gonna get I, him again no i never saw that coming i mean the last thing i would think of with bruce banner is hillbillies running california yeah yeah like yeah you like you like wonder you're like how, how like why is there a hulk gang why are they the way Deliverance they are? Like 
Yeah, it it was it, like the whole. You're like, it, and what it happened? Gives, the the book causes concern throughout the whole thing. The the tension is just right there because at no point are you like, all right, cool, things are good. You're like, all right, they're gonna go get Hawkeye's daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh God, she's like, she's not good. She's crazy too. Oh, yeah, shit. it's like, okay, they get the mole people. Yeah. Like you're just just constantly just like. That's oh, where his writing is so they're, good. He's they're driving. Tyrannosaurus venom. He's teasing you with hope. There's this character. Never giving it to you until we get the Berserker Wolverine back. And and then then also you've got the little kid on the bridge. Like, let's be honest. That sequence is so disarming on Mm -hmm. purpose. He's like, give me 80 cents or I'm going to sick the ants on you. And you're like, you could just like straight up cruise around this bro. And he just leans out and he hands him his his 80 cents. And he's like, thank you, Dwight. Here you go. And he's like, pleasure to see you, Mr. Barton. He's like, Wolverine's like, what the hell is that? And he goes, 80 cents, 80 cents, best well spent. And the next panel you see underneath the bridge, there's a whole bunch of dead bodies. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the like the the the, 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 the 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 carrot of hope that like is dangled throughout the whole story. And even when you do get the satisfaction in the end of Hulk or of, of Wolverine popping his claws and killing everyone, it still doesn't feel good. No, it's revenge, not a not yeah, a, uh, it's 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 driven by blood and revenge, and you're not mm-hmm. like, all right, cool, redemption. All right, cool. He's back. He's a hero. Like, no, like, yeah, he does what he needs to do. He kills, you know, Red Skull, which is good. He kills the Hulk gang, which is good. He kills Hulk, which is good, but he's still, his family is gone. No, yeah. He's not cured or anything. He's not, he's not feeling good right now. He's just made things even. But any, and I mean, now he's, he has a plan. He wants to, Mm -hmm. he's going to stop the supervillains. He's going to start a team. He's going to try to fix things. It's still, you're still not like, all right, cool. At the end, you're like, yeah. You're hope. hoping. You're hoping in the end. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You don't have hope. You're hoping. You're, you're hoping like, that yeah, things go well. I hope things go okay, but you're not like, yeah, I'm hopeful things are going to be okay. I need to go get happy now. <laughs> By the well, way, I did the- hear the voices of Hugh Jackman and Jeremy Renner the entire book in my head. Just, just so you know, that's what I heard. Did you hear Mark Ruffalo? No, not no, not at all. No. You didn't hear Mark no. Ruffalo. Nobody heard Mark Ruffalo. But no, but I did hear the Red Skull voice from the MCU. Yeah, <laughs> but, you, you, but good more job, my you way. Know. Yeah, <laughs> you, you didn't hear you didn't hear Mark Ruffalo. You know, just being like, I consider this doesn't match total it, win. It doesn't match. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't match up. <laughs> well, and I listen think to of your it, mom's I, dab. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! No big green. No big green. No big green. So I can honestly, I can honestly say I came at it this way. Wolverine was forged from pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. His birth, his not his, you know, his physical birth. Before we get to bone claws, the adamantium process for birth to give birth to Wolverine was pain and suffering. And when he finally found the X Men, accepted him, joined him, that was his family. It was a reprieve. He knew there was still pain and suffering. He knew what his expectation was, but there was a slight reprieve and an opportunity for him to maintain some resemblance of humanity to keep him connected. And when Mysterio, of course, used his power on him, he murdered his entire family. He killed any space for hope, any respite for himself. And he's been carrying that suffering and that penance all those years when he finally got to the point that he had a family in his farm in Sacramento. And then we come to find out that he goes on this arduous trek where, again, he's mantled with pain and suffering and discomfort 
by holding true to this is my penance. I killed my family. I don't want to talk about it until we get to essentially the third act. And then he lets you in and you're like, holy fuck. And then we end up seeing the when Hawkeye gets taken down, that he's like, okay, that was one. I think he saw that Hawkeye was willing to reignite that hope, that he was searching for that hope, that Logan had inspired that hope in him. And he was snuffed out and he's like, well, fuck this shit. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, well, I got to get the money. I got to get home. My family, what I care about, my respite, my safe place is still in danger. I got two weeks. I got to get my ass there. And so after defeating the Red Skull, we have that moment where he's just like, he's like, he gives the, the protocol code. And he flies his ass across the country as fast as he physically can. Which I was debating whether it was Jarvis or Friday the whole time. I know, right? It was questionable. <laughs> Especially with the way it was written. I couldn't mm-hmm. tell either. Yeah. And then when we get there and we find out that two fucking weeks early, these guys came back, ding, murdered ding, his ding, family, ding, 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 ding. and left him there. And he had the money. Yep. And he had done everything right. And he was like, fuck this shit. That scene in the doorway where... Mm-hmm. Name's not Logan. It's Wolverine. Like, oh, the claws, the claws. Well, and it's like, and it's like a, Bruce. Bruce had it, had them leave the family there because and not they told eat them, them not to eat them. Yeah, mm-hmm. because he was bored and he mm-hmm. wanted to feel important again by killing yep. someone cool. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. He wanted and, to kill someone cool. Mm-hmm. And then we end up with now he's additionally mantled with additional pain and suffering. He has no safe place. And he goes, and in the complete decimation of the Hulk clan, except for baby Bruce Jr., who he takes with him, it is literally at that point a physical representation of the pain, the suffering, the penance that he has to do. Because every time he looks at that little green baby, as much as if we're like, he's stealing the family, he's creating a new family, he's also looking at that kid going, I lost Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. I lost my kids. I lost my wife. I lost my home. And because of this fucker's papa, <laughs> I killed the first family I had had in a really long time. No. And I don't so, think it's that he hates baby Hulk, but I think he recognizes that this is part of his penance. This is this is his mm-hmm. dog tags. This is him not letting it mm-hmm. go. If anything, then the story is completely true to the essence of Wolverine. It's right down to the bone. This is what Wolverine is. Yeah. Pain. Suffering. Scars. Oh, man. Doing okay? Everyone okay? Everyone all right? <laughs> I'm going to make a s'more. I don't know about you guys. I got stuff to make s'more. You want too? I do. Do you want some more gray stuff? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes, I do. Yes, he does. Steve's needs yes. to live closer because Dude. straight up... Um, Dude, see, you have to try the gray stuff. It's delicious. I, I want to. I need to pace myself because my wife made homemade cinnamon rolls. A lot of them. Okay, you could bring those. All crazies. But you can, yeah, bring those and leave them at my house. And then you can take some over to Amy's. All contactless curbside pickup. That's, and, what, we, that's what we did. Yeah. We did the gray stuff nice, and we did cookies. Nice. And I will drop off gray stuff and cookies and we can do that swapsies. It'll be great. Yeah, so I was gonna. I made. I made s'mores. We. I busted out our projector, and we watched. You know, we were watching movies and stuff that the other night. And I made s'mores up at the fire pit. But uh, now it's raining tonight, so I'm just gonna make them over the stovetop. Nice, cool. Anyway, I had to, sorry. I just had to inject some positivity and comfort. There we go. We feel better. Some feel positivity. Better. Fucking the hillbilly Ooh. hulks. 
And yeah, your favorite president. Yeah. But yes. but, but here's the thing. Like want to talk? Want to chat, my friend? At the end of the day, they are like there's some fucked up parts of this book. Look at my shields. But like the part of me that likes stuff like Invincible, The Boys, yep. uh Black Summer. If you've ever read Black Summer by Is it Garth Ennis or is it Warren Ellis? I always get them mixed up. Just some of those like those just like fucked up superhero comics, like what if scary stuff happened because these people have superpowers. Like sometimes it's like, sometimes they're, you know, sometimes they're, they're entertaining and they're fun to read. Yeah. And then some of them, sometimes they're really fucked up, especially when it gets into the, you know, the, 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 the sexual nature of some of these uh, crimes, which is difficult. Um, But yeah. But tell me, what do you prefer? The regular red, white, and blue suit or the Winter Soldier dark blue suit on me? What looks better on you? I, I, can, just, I can just see him like yeah, coming yeah. out and like, like he has his security there and like they're here me. and he's just Look like, how do I, what if I add the Doctor Strange cowl? Do yeah. you oh, think wait, it looks wait. good? Pop it. Uh, let me stand like him. Mm. Let me give me the, the gloves. I know the, the, the fingers <laughs> are missing cool. because I pulled mm. them all out. But the, how do me. they look? How's my facial hair? Okay. Mm. Little good, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think we found your new uh, your short series to direct a more likable comedic <laughs> Red yeah. Skull. Just like yeah, he's just dan- dancing with the Iron Man armor in his in his arms. Yeah, he's just, yeah. He just lo- he he's like losing he's his it. mind. Yeah, oh yeah, he's just Puts absolutely lost it. ACDC. Yes, there we go. Okay, <laughs> shoot the thrill. Shoot the thrill. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. Oh no. Pick up a copy from your local comic book store because yes, a lot do. of them are doing curbside pickup mm-hmm. um, or they contactless are. pickup. Uh, I know um, now that Diamond has started shipping books again, um, mm-hmm. your comic book stores have stuff to sell, but also need you to need you to buy it. So again, this is one of those times where you know still we're still in shelter in place. Obviously, take precautions. Be careful. Do what you need to do? But if you can, you know, shoot some money to in PayPal to your local comic book store and buy a gift certificate. Or like I said, do some do some curbside pickup or something like that. Do it. Pick up a copy of Old Man Logan. Wallow in despair and sadness for a little while. It's worth make, owning. And then go get X Men ninety two. You get to, you. There's so a good recommendation. Wolverine, Old Man Logan. Yep, yep. You read through that, and then you go read X Men the X Men ninety two run that they did. That's in trade, and you get a Jubilee's Alive. And then you want to get fantastic. weird. Then you go yeah. Age of Apocalypse. Wolverine yep. with with only one hand and the really big hair. Big hair. Get mm-hmm. weird, man. Get weird. Get weird. Four horsemen. It, it depends the on where you want to go. If you if you want to be cheerful, yep. we can also do Wolverine in the X Men, where now he is like the parent teacher, yep. and we got some shenanigans going on, which is yep. fun. That one's fun too. It's, it's, that's the thing. I I like when it's when it's Wolverine being the protective like Papa Bear character. Like I love he's those adorable. stories because he still X-Men gets to too. be yeah because he yeah because he still gets to mm-hmm. be Wolverine but you know he cares about them you know he wants to give them a life that he didn't have and he does that and it's that's those are some of my favorite stories because like like this one this is just like this is broken this is yeah this is a broken Wolverine that a lot like you see you know you see randomly st- throughout other series but the, to get the focus on how broken he is. It is tough. It's well done. We are not, we are in no way saying this is not a well done Mm -hmm. book. Oh, yeah. It is just tough. Papa Bear scenes, the mansion scene in X Men 2, in X2, that whole scene, him protecting the kids and going off on soldiers is fantastic. Exactly. Exactly. So that about wraps it up for this episode of 
The Cable Crusaders. My name is David Barry. I am joined this evening by two of the crew via the internet and tubes. How's that? That was a slant rhyme. I don't. I don't like slant rhymes. Anyway, who's who's in Galt? What's your name? <laughs> okay, but but seriously, what if I were to put on Thor's costume? How would that look at me? Would it look nice? Would it look with the helmet? What, what, what about the metal circles? What about the metal circles on the chest, covering the nipples? If it look nice, <laughs> would it not? This is the story when Anthony Steve say nipples like that ever again. <laughs> Should I give space so he can speak more of his nipples? <laughs> no, just say your name and let us end this. <laughs> This is Amy, and I will refrain from referring to anything. Go, go for it, Skull. What did I put on Black Widow's suit? Would that look at me as well? Would that place? Anyway, <laughs> thanks for hanging out for our conversation about Wolverine, Old Man Logan. Check out. Well, that looks sexy. Nerd on episode one forty four to hear <laughs> nice their conversation about the film that bears <laughs> some resemblance to this comic called Logan. Also. Maybe Head on over nerdon.io slash discord to join that public yes. discord I mentioned at the top of the show. Now, Steve's, yes. I'm gonna just I'm gonna boot you now. I'm gonna I'm gonna boot you out of here. I don't even have that power. I'm gonna text Josh. Hey, what's that a boot? I'm gonna be like, hey man, can you kick a Steve's out? Thanks. Anyway, Ashley gets a Nick Fury eye patch. Yes, I should do this now. That would, yeah, oh, that would actually no. make if he if he's wearing the eye patch Hagen under Hagen the costume, like, that doesn't even make any sense. You fucking weirdo. Anyway, take care of yourselves and your family. We are still in the middle of this, but we will make it through for the Capeless Crusaders, Guten Tag, and good night. I feel the same. Good night. <laughs>